Welcome to Barely Audible Whisper, a weekly NPR parody podcast in no way associated with NPR, brought to you in no part by the following parody sponsors. The White House Coronavirus Task Force. We put the coronavirus in White House Coronavirus Task Force by literally putting the coronavirus in the White House. Steroids. Giving steroids, whose side effects include behaving like President Trump, to President Trump has given the previously tiny hands that are destroying America the full force of Barry Bonds' arms. And karma. Giving Trump COVID because raiding his treasury, ripping him away from his parents, and committing treason to steal his election would have been too much. I am Dave. And I am Molly. And our voices are as small as the chances that President Trump is in good health. Our top story this week... Due to President Trump's current illness and the fact that Joe Biden prioritizes class and decorum, Joe Biden's campaign has suspended all negative campaign ads. Due to President Trump's own role in his own illness, and the fact that we have almost as little class as Joe Biden has coronavirus, Barely Audible Whisper will be running negative ads against Trump. President Trump tried to present an image of having personally conquered coronavirus by standing on the White House balcony like an out-of-breath Mussolini. As always, our Trump impersonator is a woman, because we hear he hates that, and we're not nearly as nice as Joe Biden. Oh hell, the hoax conquering, conqueror of COVID, his steroidness, Lord Trump. But when a self-obsessed president's self-obsessed COVID response fails so badly that he failed to protect the solitary self that he's obsessed with protecting... Me, 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 me. Can America really trust this sickly personification of karma and consequences to keep them safe? (sighs) The virus will disappear. Just like a miracle. The answer is no. It was a rhetorical question, but this shit is way too important for subtlety. I'm Joe Biden, and just to be perfectly clear, I did not approve this message. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He told me to do it. Will you you shut up, man? President Trump was treated for COVID at Walter Reed Hospital just days after his rambling, interruptive, and incoherent debate performance. Excuse me, excuse me, I'm going to interrupt you by screaming, excuse me, as though that somehow makes it okay. As always, our Trump impersonator is a woman, because we Excuse me, excuse me, barely audible whisper is very unfair to me. The point is that given President Trump's declining physical health... Excuse me, I've never felt better. I feel 20... 20 years... Hang on. Let me catch my breath before I brag about how healthy I am. And concerns that the president's steroid treatment may be affecting his mental health... I'm not Vincible. Barely Audible Whisper thinks it's an appropriate time to talk about Mike Pence. No! You can't talk about anybody who isn't me. In the past, Barely Audible Whisper has portrayed Pence as a blindly worshipful Trump loyalist and a zealously religious closeted homosexual. President Trump's penis, I mean leadership, 
is the most glorious penis, I mean leadership, that God in his infinite penis, I mean wisdom, has ever bestowed upon our great nation. I mean penis. I mean nation. I'm not gay. But given the reasonable fear that President Trump's health may be in decline... Nobody is most healthiest than Trump. ...that is fueled by the White House's lack of transparency on the issue... The president and his entire staff are totally protected from COVID. Okay, some of his staff contracted COVID, but the president is fine. Okay, the president was hospitalized with COVID, but did you see how strong he looked on the balcony? Okay, he couldn't really breathe on the balcony, but that's just because he loves America so much. We won't say when the president contracted COVID, but he certainly didn't spread to everybody. Okay, this press conference is over because I have COVID. Barely Audible Whisper decided to take a less superficial look at Vice President Pence. Excuse me, you can't talk about not me. I would have interrupted earlier, but I had to catch my breath. And I caught it now, so I'm good. Mike Pence is horrible. He is every bit as dishonest as President Trump. This terrible China virus which is China's fault because they are China, will be in our rearview mirror by June. In fact, thanks to President Trump's divinely inspired leadership to do as many as two entire things, the China virus is already in our rearview mirror, despite the media's stubborn insistence that the pandemic in our rearview mirror is larger than it appears. However, unlike President Trump, Vice President Pence lies with discipline, forethought, and strategy. President Trump's unprecedented ability to do not one, but two entire things has saved countless lives and put the China virus, which is China's fault because they are China, in our rearview mirror. The rearview mirror is a metaphor I will not depart from because consistent repetition makes lies seem more believable and rearview mirrors are as adjustable as my current cover story. Unlike Trump, whose lies are so blatant, his obvious lack of sincerity somehow helps him sell them to people desperate to believe them. Everything is a hoax, except that all the hoaxes against me are real things that the Democrats did, because the real hoax is that the hoaxers are not a hoax. Pence sells his lies with an over-exaggerated mimicking of what he believes sincerity looks like. I would like to reassure the American people that President Trump has never said anything that disrespects the men and women, but not transgendered, members of our military because patriotism and Jesus and the American flag. It's almost as if he once met a sincere person and studied the ways in which that sincere person came across as sincere so that he could attempt to project the same sincerity because the idea of actually being sincere sincerely has never occurred to him. President Trump's bold and unprecedented two actions against the China virus, which is China's fault because they are China, is the envy of the world, whose leaders took so many actions that they didn't even bother to brag about their first two actions, which is the most important action of all. 
Thanks to President Trump's bold bragging, the China virus, which is China's fault because they are China, is in the American-made rearview mirror, which under a Biden administration will be made in China. Also unlike Trump, who lies haphazardly to fit his immediate needs. The thing I said yesterday is getting in the way of what I want today. So I never said the thing I said yesterday. Mike Pence lies with the deliberate intent of advancing a dangerously right-wing and theocratic agenda. School choice is not an attempt to replace public education with dogmatic fundamentalist Christian schools. School choice is actually a way to provide opportunities to children who lack in opportunities. Even though I've repeatedly said that in America, no one lacks in opportunities. In this case, it is important to acknowledge that it is actually the socialists who push the false narrative of a lack of opportunity who are depriving these children of the opportunity that they don't have, even though they do have it, because school choice would provide the very opportunity I swore everyone already has. Pence's lies may also be more dangerous than the regular White House lies that come from press secretary Kaylee McEnany, because they lack the White House's trademark aggression. The fake news is trying to destroy this country because they hate Trump more than they love America, which is why they report about all of the things that Trump does to destroy America. President Trump loves his country, and President Trump loves Jesus, and the American people love those who love America and love Jesus, and they love President Trump for the very same love of America and love of Jesus the Democrats fail to love because they love socialism and they hate Trump and that's bad for America because America is great because Trump is great and Trump will make America great again, again. The soft faux sincerity, especially when juxtaposed against the harsh insanity, almost make the lie seem pleasant and innocuous, but that imaginary innocence makes them all the more dangerous. Yet, as dangerous as Pence has the potential to be, the president's current decline may be even more dangerous. Help! Help! I'm being attacked by a black woman who's really a communist monster. The communist monsters are everywhere! Don't be afraid of COVID, but be very, very afraid of the communist monsters! <laughs> The moral of the story is vote. And now a brief word from Walter Reed Hospital. Until a little over a week ago, Walter Reed Hospital had a reputation as one of the premier medical facilities in the world. But then President Trump came here and now we look ridiculous. But please bear in mind President Trump is not our fault. We can't stop him from being a lying, sociopathic, crazy person. And due to medical privacy laws and the fact that he's the commander-in-chief of the ordinarily very good military that we're ordinarily a very good part of, we're powerless to stop him. And now, a brief word from the CDC. If I may just piggyback off of what Walter Breed's spokesperson was saying, the CDC also used to be very good, 
But then Trump made us do a bunch of ridiculous stuff. So now we look ridiculous. But we're just a bunch of government scientists who have no real authority to stop a lying, sociopathic, crazy person president. And now a brief word from the Department of Health and Human Services. Um, ditto. And now a brief word from America's national intelligence agencies. We warned President Trump that he's spreading Russian misinformation, but we can't make him stop. And we can't kill him. Also, as a side note, Trump's presidency clearly proves that intelligence agencies don't kill sitting presidents. So please stop with the conspiracy theories already. And now a brief word from the armed forces. Ditto! And now a brief word from half the Republican Party. We could probably stop him if we wanted to, but fuck it. We want the judges. And now a brief word from the other half of the Republican Party. We're scared! And now, a brief word from the FDA. The president has in no way influenced our vaccine approval process. Psst, don't be an idiot. Of course Trump has politicized our vaccine approval process. And now, a brief word from vaccine manufacturers. Ditto. Psst, ditto. And now, a brief word from Barely Audible Whisper. A vote for Biden is a vote for not this. A vote for Biden is a vote for not not this. Joe Biden is still too classy to run negative ads against President Trump while the president is suffering from COVID. Barely out of a whisper is still not that classy. Senator Kamala Harris and I wish the president a full and speedy recovery. Even though his contraction of COVID is a direct result of his failed COVID policies that have killed over 200,000 Americans. And the irony is so rich that the Republicans gave it a tax break. Because unlike the president, who I wish well, I have human empathy. And part of having human empathy is having empathy for human pieces of shit who have no empathy. And part of running a political campaign defined by empathy is showing empathy to a president without empathy, thus highlighting how much empathy I have. But even as we express our empathy for a president whose lack of empathy continues to cause hundreds of thousands of people to lose their lives, and millions to lose their livelihoods. We must not lose sight of the fact that even though we may want to say, fuck you, instead of showing compassion to the compassionless COVID droplet of tiny dicked inhumanity that has refused to show any compassion to us, highlighting his own lack of empathy with expressions of empathy is the biggest fuck you of all. That and voting his infectious ass out of office by margins even larger than the COVID positivity rate in Iowa. Fuck you, President Trump. I mean, get well soon. I'm Joe Biden, and I in no way, shape, or form approve this message. Yes, he did. He approved this one too. He approved all of them. You are like the gnat on Pence's head.
Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer was the target of a kidnapping plot by a so-called militia group, a.k.a. domestic terrorists, who sought to abduct Whitmer at her vacation home and put her on trial for treason. Treason. Noun. The offense of attempting by overt acts to overthrow the government of the state. So these domestic terrorists committed treason in order to try the governor for treason. If they had succeeded, this is how we imagine that trial of the kidnapped governor would have gone. All rise for the Honorable Judge Kevin K. Kangaroo. Governor Whitmer, you stand on trial for treason. Are you ready for your sentence? Uh, um, but there must be a verdict first. Sentence first. Verdict afterwards. But that just isn't the way. Always are Trump's ways. Your Honor, a term I only use because three of your goons have AR-15s pointed at my back. It's my understanding that your fun little cohort of dickless misogynistic extremists seek to create a society based on strict interpretation of the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. Is that correct? Damn right. Since this trial is the first of your little society, it sets all kinds of important precedents. Shouldn't I receive my Fifth Amendment right to due process of law? We mostly care about the Second Amendment around here, but yeah, I suppose we could actually do due process and still get out of here by lunchtime. Uh, you six, you're the jury now. I don't suppose I could request a jury made up of people who didn't kidnap me. Denied! Uh, you, you're the prosecutor. You, be the public defender. We plead guilty. Uh, I think I'll opt to defend myself. Fine. Prosecution, lay out the charges. He's a tyrant! I rest my case. Defense, your opening statement. I aim to show through the statements of your own followers that you're all criminals, idiots, and criminally idiotic criminal idiots. By the time I finish laying out my case, you will all hate yourselves and let me go and turn yourselves in for conspiracy and treason. May I call witnesses? Sure, lady. I call that um, Metallica-looking dude with the ear gauges. Meatbone, get up here. Meatbone? We all have cool names for each other. What's his? A Meatbone. Uh-huh. Well, Mr. Meatbone, do you know the definition of treason? Going against the president of these United States. Would you pull up the dictionary definition of treason on your phone, please? Dictionaries are fake news. Fine. If we want to abide by your definition of treason, the president asked the Proud Boys, a group like you, to stand back and stand by. Is kidnapping a governor what you'd consider standing back and standing by? But he also said, liberate Michigan, and that's what we're doing. When Obama was president... Not my president. Would it have been treasonous to disobey his orders? I didn't vote for him. So, it's only treason to disobey the orders of a president that you support. Interesting. No further questions. 
I'd like to cross-examine. Uh, Meatbone, is this bitch a tyrant? Hell yeah, she is. No further questions. <laughs> okay, uh, where's the one with the girly voice? That'd be me. And what's your really cool name? They, they call me Fiverr because I got the biggest dick here. Neat. Fiverr, how do you feel about police officers? They're heroes protecting American society and putting their lives on the line to keep us safe from the you-know-whats. My understanding is that you're planning to storm the Capitol building. What will you do to the officers protecting the building? They don't stand a chance. We've been making bombs. We're going to chuck Molotov cocktails at them. They'll see our strength and submit before us. But you just said all officers are heroes. You'd kill them. Well, sacrifices must be made. No further questions at this time. I, I'd like to <clears throat> cross-examine. Hey, Fiverr. What do you think of this bitch? She's a tyrant and probably a witch. No further questions. Any more witnesses? Yeah, let's see. Uh, I'm guessing someone in your group goes by Bulldog. Yo! Fantastic. I call Bulldog to the stand. Bulldog. Let me get this straight. You're all conspiring to commit treason by kidnapping a democratically elected governor who you claim has committed treason because she shut down businesses for a month to protect the people from a global pandemic. You have plotted to murder police officers who are sworn to protect the constitution and the people of this state. You and the rest of this boogaloo movement want to start a civil war in order to create a country founded upon your interpretation of the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. Yet in doing so, you violated nearly every single one of my rights. Is there a question? Yeah. What would your mother say? She'd say... She'd say... She'd say that... She'd say that... Once again, Biden is classy. Barely out of a whisper is not. President Trump, whose incompetent national COVID response has killed hundreds of thousands of Americans, contracted COVID because his personal COVID response was as bad as his national COVID response. <laughs> I, I, I shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't laugh. As a compassionate human being, you may feel guilty for laughing at the misfortune of another human being, even if that human being deserves it. 
But President Trump has put us through hell, and the least he can do is let us enjoy a little schadenfreude. <laughs> I earned that. Especially since his response to his failed White House COVID response is full of even more... Malarkey. ...than his response to his failed national COVID response. The president, who we won't tell you when he got COVID, has fully recovered from COVID, even though he clearly can't breathe because of drugs that are not publicly available that we won't tell you his dosage of, but he didn't even need those drugs that definitely saved his life because he's in such perfect health and COVID isn't really that big of a deal, but the president is personally a superhuman godlike figure for having overcome this deadly disease that really isn't that deadly. <laughs> wait, wait, that's insane and unimaginably dangerous for our country. So don't feel guilty for laughing at the president's misfortune, which is every bit as funny as it is sad. But don't laugh so much that you overlook the serious peril his condition puts us in. I have placed the president on a very strong and untested cocktail of steroids that cause irrational and impulsive decision-making in a man who already makes irrational and impulsive decisions. So the joke about Trump being so irrational and impulsive that Trump is like Trump on steroids has been replaced with the reality that Trump literally is Trump on steroids. Shit, this is really bad. Tell me about it. I used to be a respected doctor. So, feel free to laugh, but more importantly, make sure to vote. Or, to paraphrase President Obama, uh, don't laugh. Vote. I'm Joe Biden, and it's very important that you understand that I in no way approve this message. President Trump called into Fox News the morning after the vice presidential debate, where in a possibly steroid-fueled rant... But then again, it's Trump, so who can say for sure? The president accused Democratic vice presidential candidate and 30 voice of justice Kamala Harris of being a monster and a communist. With that in mind, Barely Audible Whisper presents Kamala Harris, Communist Monster. There was a little girl, and that little girl was bitten by a radioactive spider. And that spider was a fierce adherent to the ideology of Karl Marx and a fanatical admirer of Chairman Mao. Like all spiders, I am a Marxist because spiders produce our own webs, which means every spider is a worker who controls their own means of production. And that mutated communist monster of a little girl was me. The year was 2020, but in a combination of McCarthyism and B-sci-fi scenarios associated with the 1950s, there was a communist monster posing as the Democratic vice presidential candidate. Roar, workers of the world unite. You have nothing to lose but your private health care plans. Roar. I know there's never been such thing as monsters and there haven't been any communists in three decades. That's not true. There are millions of communist spiders feeding off the flies that feed off the Q-tip like capitalism on top of Mike Pence's head.
roar, each according to their own needs, each according to their own ability. Roar. Plus, it's not like there are no human communists in America. There's like seven of them total. And so the seven actual communists joined forces with the scariest thing white male conservatives can imagine. Oh, it's a powerful and intelligent black female. Roar. Black lives matter. Roar. Run for your lives. She's asserting that her life matters. And for some reason, we perceive her life mattering as a threat to our lives. Fear gripped the cities of America. Well, not so much the cities as some of the suburbs and a handful of the rural communities, but nevertheless, the fear was real. Well, not so much real as completely made up, but the fear seemed real to those who feared it. I'm not racist. I just don't like monsters or communists. And even though I think it would be great if we had a black woman as vice president someday, I just don't think the first black woman vice president should be a communist monster. Ah! Ah! Damn it, I ran into a spider web! <laughs> Radioactive Marxists of the world unite. Roar. We will listen to the scientists. Roar. She's going to outlaw all religion! Their weapons were powerless against her because she confiscated them all. Help! Help! I'm falling down a slippery slope! And so, having learned the idiotic lessons from the end of every Godzilla movie, the frightened Republicans summoned a different monster to fight the communist monster. Which seems stupid, because best case scenario, there's still a monster. I will destroy the nasty woman communist monster with the bigly power of my most bigliest hands. <coughs> Unfortunately, the Trump monster, who is a woman because callback, had recently contracted COVID due to his own abysmal failure to control COVID and was rendered powerless and the communist monster reigns supreme. Roar. Moderate, incremental, bipartisan progress, led by the most moderate old white man in the history of moderate old white men. Roar. And the Republicans' worst fears were realized. A whole of government approach, led in large part by a black woman to solving a national crisis was successful. And now everyone can clearly see that our small government trickle-down sexist white supremacist crap is a lie! Roar. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Barely Audible Whisper. Starring writer, co-host, and producer Dave Baldwin. Co-host Molly Brown. Writer and actor Daniel Carter-Brown. Actors Corey Burns, Ali Glonick, and Michael Morgan. Please check out BarelyAudibleWhisper.com where you can subscribe to our podcast or you can subscribe to us wherever you subscribe to your other podcasts. We appreciate your support. <laughs> Sir, I'm going to roar. I'm, I'm roaring. Do I get equal time to roar? 
No, because you took my time. Okay, well, I'm going to take the beginning of my Thank next you. question okay, to sir? roar I'm for roaring. a minute and then bleed over into your time uh, to actually ask the question, roar. but not really. I'm smiling very aggressively, so I, I want to roar. Know, sir, I'm, I'm, I'm roaring. I, I haven't smiled roar, in 20 Jimmy. years. I can roar. <laughs> And so the Trump monster used its toxic breath to all those around it. How does your breath look like Cheeto dust? Hubris. 